This is Connect Me, the official podcast of Marymount City Schools. Welcome back to the Connect Me podcast. I'm Alex Lang, and I'm joined by Marymount City School Superintendent Stephen Eastep. Well, it's hard to believe, but we are now two months into the school year. Everyone seems to be falling into rhythms and routines and really settling into the year, wouldn't you say? Yeah, absolutely. It, it's been great to see this. I've been able to visit all of our buildings many times already and have really enjoyed watching our students get excited about what they're learning. Uh, we've had six high school students named National Merit Scholars. Our arts programs are off to a great start, and the fall athletic teams are just having great seasons. And work continues to develop the high school master facility plan. Over the past couple of months, we've had we've been hard at work with the facility teams. We've had over 100 community members and who have volunteered their time and expertise to help us decide the future of Marymount High School. Can you tell us a little bit more about this process? Well, you know, we knew the only way we were going to get this process correct was to involve the community. Uh, we, we want to take into account their thoughts, their opinions, their ideas. They're the heartbeat of the district. Uh, they understand you know, what we stand for, what we're working towards, and just uh, really excited that we've had so many people willing to help us in this process. And as you said, we've had uh, over 100 community members uh, divided into six different teams, finance, uh, learning spaces, design, technology, athletics, arts. Uh, And these teams have been meeting uh, on a regular basis, and they're preparing to share their findings to the steering committee here at the end of the month. So there are a lot of really great things happening at Marymount City Schools right now even with a lot of negativity occurring in the background. Between recent mass shootings in Orlando, Las Vegas, and racial protests in Charlottesville, and political divisiveness that seems to permeate the news, it can be really hard to kind of separate from the negativity and stay focused on the great things happening here. Yeah, I agree. And uh, you know, I know we're not alone in feeling this way. Our, our students, our staff, community, we're all unfortunately surrounded by you know these nasty hateful images behaviors on tv and social media and you know especially in our role as educators it's important for us as a school district to to make a statement with what is acceptable and what is not acceptable for marymount city schools and i shared this statement in our most recent connect me blog post but i want to reiterate it here As a school district, we support and encourage all of our students, staff, and their families, regardless of race, ethnicity, religion, gender, sexual orientation, or any other individual characterization, and we will not tolerate any acts of hate or exclusion. And it was really in that spirit that the school district created this Global and Cultural Perspectives Committee. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Sure, and we really need to turn to Destination 2026 to understand the push to get this work underway. Um, It's very clear in in this work that we recognized as a school district the need to create globally and culturally competent students. In fact, one of our characteristics of highly engaged students is to be globally competent and understand other perspectives and cultures. And so as we work to bring Destination 2026, our instructional vision to life, Uh, We launched the Global and Cultural Perspectives Committee two years ago. Uh, The work it has already done and will continue to do is helping us increase our knowledge and understanding of global competency and and culturally proficient practices. Joining us now to talk more about the Global and Cultural Perspectives Committee is Marymount Elementary School Principal Erica Simmons, who is leading this work for the school district. So, Erica, tell us a little bit more about this committee and its work. 
Thank you, Steve. First of all, it, it truly is an honor to serve in this leadership role and working um, on with the committee. Um, in our first year as a committee, we spent time really analyzing the strengths and areas of opportunity within our district with regards to achieving our district's goal of enhancing student learning through diverse curricular options and enriching experiences. In order to do this, we wanted to ensure that there were community and student leader voices present for this initial year, along with staff representation from each of the four buildings. The committee during this first year included parents, student leaders, a board member, and you, our superintendent. After our first year, we decided to shift our focus to deepening the committee's and staff's understanding of what it means to be globally competent and culturally proficient. And to do so, we adjusted our committee to include just staff. So we increased our staff representation, added our curriculum director, Shannon Cromer, and brought in a facilitator to serve as a resource and guide for our work. So in your mind, what is the purpose of the committee and and how is it working to change the culture of our school district? Our purpose and goal as a committee is to help our district move towards being more culturally proficient and globally competent in our practices, while also helping to identify and remove any possible unintentional barriers to educating our students, regardless of their race, their ethnicity, religion, socioeconomic status, gender, sexual orientation, disability, or any other individual characterization. We're doing that um, through professional development, through communication to our staff, and collaboration within our buildings. Tracy Dewest is the Associate Director of Institutional Diversity and Inclusion at Xavier University, and she's been working with us here in the school district to shape our conversations around cultural proficiency. So Tracy, will you talk to us about your work at Xavier? Sure. So um, one of the most important roles I have on campus is assisting with our implementation and execution of our five-year diversity and inclusion strategic plan. Uh, My role was new this past year. So the first year was a blur because we spent the first year creating this five-year plan. And and now that it's been launched, some of the more specific areas that I oversee are providing professional development to our faculty and staff around cultural proficiency, leading our bias education and advocacy team, um, advocating for faculty and staff through ADA um, accommodation processes, creating and leading affinity groups for the university, and uh, partnering with our Center for Diversity and Inclusion to assist in advocating for our students. So you've uh, been working with our Global and Cultural Perspectives Committee and and our whole staff over the last year. What's the message that you've been sharing? Cultural proficiency in itself is an inside-outside approach, and it focuses on um, insiders of the organization, and they're encouraged to reflect on themselves as an individual and their own understandings and values. And so it becomes a mindset, and one of the parts that I like best about cultural proficiency and that I know that Mary Want will eventually move to is that it develops a deeply held values regarding equity, access, and inclusion that becomes a lens through which educators do their everyday tasks. So in other words, this is not an initiative. This is going to become something that's part of the district that will change the culture of Marymont in a way that probably has never been. So 
the the main message that the group has gotten is that I think they understand that in order to teach your students to be globally competent, that they first have to do their own work. So cultural proficiency, again, that inside-outside approach is like, how can I be effective in teaching students about being globally competent if I haven't really saw where I was on all of these issues? And so that's the main um, message that they've been getting from me last year. Explain the importance of having a committee like the one that we've put together here uh, in our school district. This work is not comfortable. I think we're all aware of what's going on in the world, and not just because of what's going on in the world, but it it asks you to be vulnerable, it asks you to be authentic. And so if you have a committee like this that says, uh, I don't know if they literally raise their hand when you ask them to be on the committee, but that says, I'm willing to do this, they start to lead the charge. They then take what they're learning in these facilitations and trainings. They take it and they say, how am I going to implement this work in my building, in my classroom? And then people start to see them leading. And eventually the culture starts to shift. Well, again, we want to say thank you for the work that you're doing and and your willingness to help our school district advance the Global and Cultural Perspectives Committee. Thank you. Actually, I was thinking about this on the way here, and I just actually want to thank you. Anytime I get to do this work where I see kids impacted and know that I'm part of a facilitated process where people are willing to really look at themselves and then know that um, equitable doors are going to be open, especially for kids, I'm happy to. So I feel like it's a privilege to be here. Thank you. Now, I want to bring Erica Simmons back to discuss the Global and Cultural Perspectives Committee in a little more detail. Can you talk a little bit about the work that you and the rest of the committee have done so far in the school district? Yes. During that initial year where we had not only the uh, perspectives of our staff, but also some of our parent and community members and student leaders, um, we spent time really analyzing the strengths and areas of opportunities within our district with regards to global competency and cultural proficiency. And after that first year, we accomplished updating our religious activities and ceremonies guidelines. And we also created a holiday and religious calendar in an effort to create a more responsive learning environment and to also serve as a tool for our staff. During our second year as a committee, we really focused on building a shared understanding of what it means to be globally competent and culturally proficient. We did this through a book study and also half-day training sessions facilitated by Tracy Duest from Xavier. And the committee also worked with Tracy to plan out a day of learning and activities for our district staff during last year's Marymount Academy Day in April. Now, what are the next steps for the committee? Where does it go from here to continue to grow our students and staff in cultural proficiency? We are continuing with our professional development for not only the committee, but also for our staff. Our goal is to develop the capacity of the staff to begin to apply the tools of the cultural proficiency continuum, which we learned about during our April Academy Day. And we want to do this in order to bridge gaps and to improve student engagement throughout our district. Also, as part of our district action plan, uh, we plan to um, conduct a global competency and cultural proficiency needs assessment. We want to do this to gather some baseline information so that we can establish some measurable outcomes for our work and to provide our committee with more clarity and focus for our next steps. While the Global and Cultural Perspectives Committee is an important step for our school district in bringing our vision to life, there are small steps that each one of us can take 
to advance its mission. We can become aware of our own personal biases, model compassion, teach and demonstrate tolerance, be an upstander, not a bystander, and ask questions to learn more. And for more information about Destination 2026 and our instructional vision, visit our website at marymontschools.org. Thanks for listening to Connect Me, the official podcast of Marymont City Schools. Stay connected by visiting our website at marymontschools.org and following us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram.